0: Good afternoon and hello JRPG Enthusiast Welcome back to the JRPG Report My name is James Fisher This is episode 80 We appreciate all you guys uh, holding on last week As we were out of town And uh, we are still very much getting ready for our move this weekend So this is going to be a quick one, guys. <laughs> Time is uh, at a premium right now, but I wanted to kind of break along some news to you guys and uh, get you through until next week. Uh, so let's just jump right into it. Again, thank you so much for making us a part of your every week JRPG fix. Uh, I want to start with Persona 5 Royal as Atlas reached its sixth and final morgana report so this one actually introduces um, the new my palace element and downloadable content so let's delve into that just a little bit they say my palace is a special place where the player's thoughts and memories are gathered by using the palace maker players can customize their palace with items and change the overall decorations You can also change the player's character's appearance to that of your favorite character in My Palace. You'll get awards by achieving certain uh, objects in your daily life and in battle, through which you can obtain p medals that can be used in the My Palace. Using these p medals, you can purchase decorations and customize as you please. When placing an item, the cognitive existence of your confidence may appear in the Palace. You may even be able to listen to special conversations. You can view any animations and special illustrations you have seen in the stories thus far, as well as listen to your favorite songs. You can enjoy the cognitive existence of your confidence and the multi-millionaire minigame in the My Palace play area. So that sounds pretty cool. Um, a whole new feature that they are adding to Royal, kind of adds some customization to it. Um, this one's interesting, though. This will be uh, available as DLC, and they're saying that the protagonists from both Persona 3 and 4 will appear as, as enemy characters in the challenge battle side activity of the Velvet Room. Players can t- can challenge the battle with each protagonist. They say take on the challenge outside of the ordinary. Persona 5 Royal will feature downloadable content costumes from other Atlas titles. Explore the palaces with the fam thieves wearing your favorite costumes and they say other things will be available as well via downloadable content. I kind of wish that was thrown in there as a freebie, but I can't really blame them for adding something like that as DLC. So they actually say from other Atlas games, so I'm kind of wondering if uh, we're going to see some Catherine crossover type of deals uh, with different costumes and whatnot. So that's very interesting stuff coming up in Persona 5 Royal. We still don't have a... Firm release date for the um, Western release. Of course, it's coming out on Halloween in Japan. Um, we've got some other information, and this is um, this was going This is actually coming up. I guess uh, November's issue of Game Informer is not out yet. This is just the beginning of October as of this recording. But they interviewed. Um, Shigonora, Sigajama, the character designer for the Persona series, as well as the upcoming Project Re-Fantasy. It's been a while since we talked about this one, guys, um, and we're still not really talking about it, but this is some, some interesting information coming up as the character designer for both of them. They caught up with him from Atlas's uh, Studio Zero He's talking about his designs for it. So he says "Uh, Project Re Fantasy is completely different from what I've worked on previously. I've always loved fantasy, but once I started working on it, it became well, what exactly is fantasy and how can we bring a meaningful fantasy game into this world? What can we bring to this sort of genre and game? And so there's been a lot of trial and error about thinking about the whole genre and how to create the design. He continued, I feel like we are finally at a place where we have a direction are moving forward with it. Hopefully, we'll have something to show everyone in the not-so-distant future. We're creating something that uh, only we can bring to the table, a very unique design. It's something for fans to look forward to. So that's really interesting. We're not bringing any new information, but I mean, I can't even remember when this was initially teased. I thought it was after Persona 5 initially came out. So that's going on two years ago. And so it looks like they've been kind of, you know, working on this just a little bit. But then Royal Project came up. So to me, I'm thinking that this is obviously their next big title. We're not going to go uh, straight to Persona 6. So it sounds like this is the next big atlas. Um, title, and once Royal completely wraps up, all gears will shift to Project re We'll get some sort of working title for it. You have to imagine, guys, this is going to be a PlayStation 6 game. I cannot see... I mean, I guess there's a possibility of, of a backwards... I'm not PlayStation 6. A PlayStation 5 game. Um, I guess there's obviously the possibility... Uh, there being a PS4 version. But it looks like. This has been ramped up. And they're so far. Next to this new generation. They don't even have. I don't think they have anything for this game yet. This is kind of still in the design process. So you're probably going to need a new system. In order to play this game. But I'm looking forward to it. Whenever that is. I mean this game could come out in 2021. Or later. if I, If I had to. Put down a. Put down a guesstimate on it. So he actually talked about some of the uh, uh, changes from Persona 5 to Royal in terms of character design. He said it was definitely a challenge. It's always a challenge to actually bring in new elements and something that's already loved by fans. Well, Persona 5 Royal, there's a new character, assuming, that's custom made. We are aware that bringing a new character into the existing storyline... They're not at all the same starting line as the other characters in terms of familiarity to the fans and how they'll be received. So we're all kind of nervous about how new characters are seen. He continued, With Kasumi in particular, we wanted someone outside the Phantom Thieves. He was viewing the situation from a whole new perspective. We wanted to bring her close in standing to one of the main characters, kind of in a protagonist kind of way, where fans will be able to see the story from a brand new perspective and have a new character. Uh, he said for a design that he really wanted to just create a straightforward heroine type of character. Um, that's They nailed it. That's exactly her um, he says that this may be a little different in the West, but in Japan, the manga I grew up reading, the main female character always had a ponytail, and their club activity was gymnastics. I really wanted to just shoot for that female protagonist archetype. Uh, maybe in the States or in the West, it'd be comparable to a cheerleader type of girl. With most of the characters in Persona 5, we really wanted them to have a kind of twist, a kind of unique and different from what the standard character archetypes might be. But with Kasumi, we wanted to just straight go for that heroin type of girl. So that's a cool interview. I, I always enjoy reading kind of those behind-the-scenes type of deals, uh, with, uh, especially with character designers. You really get insight into what they're trying uh, trying to do. Uh, quick note here, uh, on October 11th, as of this recording today is October the 8th, there will be a new live stream for Project Secure Awards. They're going to have um, this is the eighth uh, propaganda department report. This will go on uh, from uh, twenty Japan Central Time to twenty one thirty Japan Central Time. This will be on YouTube and Periscope. So if you're looking forward to that one and you know Japanese, you can tune in to that one. Uh, we got some Monster Hunter World uh, Iceborne news. The um, Iceborne expansion's first major update title, which will add the Huntable Monster Rajong. Um what is this gonna it's be the new update to add the new volcanic region to the Gilding Lands. So when that new update happens, that is what will happen. I don't have any uh insight to that one as I've not played that game, but just throwing that out there. And uh you can say this game Monster Hunter was definitely SXS Monster Hunter World Shipments and Digital Sales have now topped 14 million, Copcon announced. And that is pretty uh pretty impressive to say the least. So they uh they definitely they definitely nailed it on uh on that one. Uh we got news so with their uh We talked about either the last podcast or maybe the one before about the Dragon Quest 1, 2, and 3 collection for the Switch, and those are available now. Um, At least in Asia, there is going to be a physical collection of all three, and that's going to be available on October 24th in Southeast Asia. Square Innings announced. It will support English, traditional Chinese, and Korean language options, so, in theory, there's no reason why you couldn't uh get these and uh I'm guessing the Switch has I guess which is region free. Don't quote me on that, but so maybe you maybe you can get it, maybe you can't. Pre-orders are now available on the Play Asia website. Uh the physical collection is going to go for 39.99. So, I think if you priced it out separately, it would be cheaper digitally, but to get the physical collection, that's uh that's pretty cool. Maybe we'll see this, a full Western release for it, but um, you can also use the coupon code GAMATSU. That's G-E-M-A-T-S-U for a 5% discount if you are so inclined to pick that up. So hopefully this just comes full-blown to the West and uh, maybe Limited Run might make a, a uh, version of this. That would be pretty awesome. I would definitely... Pick that up and uh, support that. We got news of a smartphone title in the Dragon Quest series. This one is, and it's not uh, Dragon Quest Walk. We're not talking about it. This one is Dragon Quest or of the Stars, and it is coming to the West in early 2020. Square Enix announced. This is already in the, uh, in the East. It actually first launched back in October 2015. In Japan, it has been downloaded over 20 million times since then. Uh, there is a closed beta going to be uh, out there. Uh, the beta will run from October 30th until November 28th. You can sign up for that now. Uh, but this is just for Android users. So I found that a bit peculiar that they weren't doing this on iOS. Perhaps that's coming, coming later. But as of right now, this beta is just... Um, Uh, And it is open right now, September 30th until uh, October 30th. You can sign up for that. The beta will last, like I said, from October 30th until November 28th. Uh, You can sign up until, uh, unless those are all taken. So they say this is uh, the highly popular RPG mobile game from Japan is finally releasing its closed beta test for Global. Uh, with over 78 million copies sold worldwide, the hit RPG series Dragon Quest is now coming to mobile. Explore the planet and fight monsters in this adventure RPG. In the beta, you can experience the main story, customize your characters, obtain equipment, play events, and enjoy multiplayer mode, along with various other content. So it sounds like a pretty cool game. I'm hope, I mean, I'm hoping this beta is just for Android. That it will come on. Uh, iOS as well, but I guess we'll have to wait and see. I cannot imagine them not. Maybe iOS is fine; they don't need to do a beta on it. I don't know. Uh, quickly, we also had. Uh, well, I'm I'm losing my <laughs> losing my thing. We got a new trailer for Little Town Hero. You got to meet the characters: Axe, Pasmina, Nails, Amber, Mini, and more. So this, uh, this is the colorful cast of a Nintendo RPG that was about, yeah, it was a decent little trailer. So if you guys want to check that out, you can head over to the Facebook page and do that. It's got that full story. You can read more about, uh, about the game. We've talked about it before, but this is a pretty cool new trailer. Of course, the game is coming out exclusively on Switch and digital only on the Nintendo eShop on October 16th for $24.99. Uh, Yokai Watch 4 Plus Plus will launch for PS4 and Switch on November 5th in Japan. This is an ev- enhanced version of the original game that includes multiplayer new areas and new Yoikai. New York Watch. New Yokai. Um There will be a physical edition, but also it will be digital. No word on if this is going to see a Western release as well. Uh, Remember a while back, we talked about the Grand Legacy till the fate bounds for the Switch. Well, now this is finally coming to PS4 and Xbox One, and it is available now. Uh, This story broke about a week ago. Of course, I couldn't. Couldn't cover it then, but uh, we actually did that uh, interview not too long ago. You can look that up with uh, the series creator. Um, there was some poor audio as uh, this was a, was a very long distance uh, <laughs> Discord call, but I think we got the main main idea for it. But I'm glad to see this one coming finally to PS4 and Xbox One. You can get it right now for nineteen ninety is a 20% discount on it if you buy it before October the 17th. The uh, Grand Legacy Tale of the Fate Bounds is a love letter to our all-time favorite JRPGs, with a fresh take on classic turn-based combat and tactics. Welcome to the Grand, a beautifully hand-drawn world riddled with various creature, curious creatures, devastating wars, and intrigued tales of vengeance and redemption. Embark on an epic adventure through the spawning fantasy universe And fight alongside the Fate Bounds As they attempt to bring peace to Legrand But be careful who you trust Because everyone has a secret to hide I'm definitely happy to see That one coming over to PS4 and Xbox One Uh, There is a closed or not closed but a a time trial out for Mistover right now we talked a little bit about that in the last podcast um and we got news that there will be a fiscal edition in japan on january 23rd there's a really nice um special or i guess just a regular edition of it um you get a art book special box and more along with it yeah Physical copy, special box, original book, original soundtrack download code, and game content download code. Um, the digital edition it comes out in a couple of days for $29.99. No price yet on... Uh, well, there's a price on it. It's 5,800 yen. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what that converts to. And no word on whether or not this will be also coming to the West. I guess we'll have to see... Maybe how sales go on this one on the digital, and then we'll see if that's gonna come out in the West or not. We got a bit of sad news that uh Alpha Dream, the studio behind the Mario and Luigi RPG series, they actually filed for bankruptcy the other day in Tokyo. This was back on October first. The company was first established back in May of nineteen ninety one. So they've been been around for a while and was mostly known for the work on the Mario and Luigi RPG series, but uh, just couldn't couldn't count out with that. As of uh, last March, their debt was uh, 65 465 million yen. So yeah, just couldn't quite uh, couldn't quite make it go. And I'm sure that Mario and Luigi RPG series will carry on, but they it, it will be without Alpha Dream. At the head of it uh, Code Vein is out right now And we got news that version uh, 1.04 update Will launch in late October And we'll have some fun Halloween uh, themed Accessories, color palettes And face paints as well as Other changes um, To the gameplay Not sure exactly when that's going to come out All oh, they say that's late October As of all right, now. Uh, last thing I want to talk about, uh, you've got to have your weekly Atelier Riza news, and I've got uh, just I've got two Riza newses, and I've got one other Atelier news. You just can't do without it, guys. There's no there's no way around it. Uh, until this game comes out in the West, we're going to get news, and then maybe we'll get news after as well. So, in its first week in Japan, uh, Risa actually sold 150,000 copies, which is its strongest sales numbers in the series' history. That's that's pretty decent, guys. I mean, this is not, you know, a huge, huge series. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's um pretty good for a game series that has been around for 22 years. Didn't realize it had been out uh, exactly that long. Uh, According to the outlet, pre-orders for the game outpaced those for recent games in the series. And the sales were the fastest for any title in the series. I'll be interested to see how this does in the West as well. Because it definitely looks like from a character design model, it could be catered some uh, for the West. Speaking of the West, there is going to be a digital deluxe edition that has been announced. You can get that for $65.99, so just $6 more um, than um, the actual price. So I don't see why you wouldn't necessarily want to do this. So with that, you're going to get costume sets. You'll get 15 new clothing options, from that Gothic wolf look to Tails Allen Explorer gear. Hideout parts. These are items used in remodeling secret hideouts. These items come with special effects like raising certain island's abilities during the rain. Those include for the Pixie Forest and Lakeside Hideout. Oh, the costume sets they were uh, another fashion and summer style. You'll get the initial Dash item set. These are special wind shoes that help increase movement speed. That's pretty cool. Uh, that could, uh, it could cut down on some traverse time. And a bigger knapsack to increase item gathering capacity. You also get the extra-large Rebuild Gem Pack, which is a 100,000 gems that can be used for rebuilding. Consumers who pre-order any version of the game will also receive the Summer Adventure Costume Paraza, as previously announced. The game is due out... Uh, it's already out in Japan, of course, and is due out on PS4, Switch, and PC, via Steam on October 29th in North America, November 1st in Europe. I'd have to imagine that there will these will all be available as DLC once it's out as well. But kind of just giving people who want to go ahead and pre-order the digital deluxe edition a uh an easy way to do that. I've got this linked on Facebook page so you can check out exactly what all is in there. Um we also got news that uh both in the East and the West the Attila Dusk trilogy set will be out and um, this is the deluxe pack that will come out in the west on January 14th it will be out in Japan two weeks before that and this of course was the dust series that had uh, Aisha uh, Echi and Loji and Shally this will launch uh of course, these games will be available for purchase individually as well, but this is kind of—they always do that deluxe three-pack set. So I think it goes for around ninety for the for the three. So here are the key features uh, now on current-gen platforms: a richer dusk world, high-resolution graphics on the PlayStation Four and Switch for a richer and more exquisite world of dusk, smoother gameplay, brisk exploration of battles. Use the new run feature to dash across fields. And the Fast Forward Battle feature will speed up battles even against powerful enemy. It includes a large number of additional features and downloadable content. This was a, a series... I, I've, I don't know if I've told this one before. I liked um, Aisha very much. I, that was a very, a fun game for me. And then I got uh, Eshi and Loji. And so I bought the game from our favorite uh, retail store I guess I could say GameStop. I mean, everybody knows what GameStop is. And for some reason I just put it on the shelf, right? Added it to the collection and it went, didn't think anything of it and went to play it. I don't know, like a month, two months later or something like that. And I had the wrong game outside of it and I didn't have my receipt. And I'm like, <laughs> There's no way that they are going to believe me that <laughs> I just so happened to had the wrong game in the case. I would have had to brought it back, you know, right away for it to for it to happen. So I kind of just I've now got the case on the shelf with all the other TLE titles, and uh, I forget which garbage game they gave me inside of it, but it was not uh, was not what I wanted. And, uh, of course, uh, I always want to call it Atelier uh, Shally's since there's uh, two Shally characters in the game, but it's just Shally. And I quite enjoyed that one until I got like to the very end of it and faced this like giant dragon monster who just completely wiped the floor with my party. And um, I just kind of rage quit and went on to... Uh- <laughs> like something else but I've always enjoyed this series Uh, going back to the Arlen trilogy and of course looking forward to Adventures with Arisa in the new uh, new I guess it's starting a new trilogy of course they can't uh, they got to keep going with those so anyway short and sweet RPG report for this week this has been episode 80 I hate to keep them so short but honestly guys that was everything I had to talk about so not a whole lot coming about straight now as we're looking forward to some big games at the end of the month with, uh, Ryza and of course, cold steel three, one of my personal most anticipated titles in a very long time. You can check out the demo to cold steel three. If you haven't already, it is phenomenal. So we'll be back next week. I can't guarantee there's going to be a ton of stuff to talk about. Maybe another short one is, uh, like I said, we're moving over the weekend and, uh, may still have uh things kinda of boxes everywhere, but we'll do what we can. Alright guys, that's it for this time. Thank you so much for tuning in yet again. Head over to Facebook. Give us a like on there. Head over to our YouTube page. Subscribe for live streams and some videos sometimes. And until next time, get back out there and level up.